usually reserved for Tuesdays only. Tonight we bring you another edition of the Rapture Alert for Thursday, September the 15th, 2022. Are you already banned from heaven? Tonight, part one of a part two series on the last Christian radio show. Welcome to the Last Christian Radio Show with your hosts, Brother J.D. Williams and Brother T.L. Farley. It's now time to grab your Bible as prophecy brings into focus the events playing out on the world stage at incredible speed, right before our very eyes, and exactly as was foretold. Hello and welcome again to another edition of the Last Christian Radio Show. My name is J.D. Williams and as always I'm joined in the Dallas and Fort Worth area by Mr. Terry Farley. How are you doing today, Terry? Uh, doing okay. Uh, I've done better, but I have done a lot worse, so I'm okay. Well, there you go. Well, I do want to welcome everybody to another edition of the Rapture Report. And uh, we do this every week. And I'll... I think, I guess, we're going to have to make this really clear. We're not predicting a day of the rapture. You know, some people seem to be, uh, some, some people th- seem to think, you know, when I put on, uh, put down there at the bottom, you know, today's Thursday, September the 15th, 2022, that we're guessing a date and we're not. Uh, anyway, uh, we are going to uh, talk about events that are leading up to the rapture. And they're becoming more and more clear every day, biblical prophecy coming true. Uh, now, really quick, uh, Terry, before we go on, I do want to ask people that uh, are watching us on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel, uh, like the videos, uh, comment. Uh, we're really growing. We're now over 1,200 people that are subscribed uh, to the station. Uh, getting a lot of great comments. And also today, I have a comment that we're going to talk about in a, in a little while, Terry, from a friend of mine on Facebook. Um, you know, it's one of those friends that you don't really know where and when you became friends with them. You don't really know them, but they're there. Well, uh, uh, anyway, I got into a little bit of a discussion with him this morning um, concerning our last rapture report. So I just want to go over that a little bit today as well. But there's a whole lot going on. And, you know, I think um, probably the first thing I'm going to do, uh, remind everybody, I am a member of the U.S. Press Association. So what I'm going to be playing for you, I do have the right to play that as a registered member of the uh, U.S. Press Association. And I'm going to start out, Terry, um, this one, um, my Democratic friends are not going to like this one much. Uh, It's something that they've kind of been telling us was going to happen, you know, that the Republicans were going to try to ban abortion on a national scale. Mm -hmm. Um, And personally, I have no problem with people banning abortion, especially under uh, what uh, Senator Lindsey Graham is proposing to the United States Senate, which is that he, he would ban it on a national level, except in the cases of rape, incest, and a possibility of uh, the woman uh, being killed from, uh, mm-hmm. from having the baby. And I think that, that that's reasonable because uh, everybody, you know, I, I think human life is important. And I, I, think it's, I, I think it's much more important than uh, somebody's right to go out and, and uh, you know, decide that they're going to have sex out of wedlock and they don't want a child and they have a kid and it's like, okay, so we're going to kill a person out of convenience. You know, I, I just disagree with yeah. that. But anyway, yeah. let, let's listen to what, uh, 
what this says about uh, Lindsey Graham's uh, ban here. Less than two months before the midterm election, Senator Lindsey Graham introduced a bill that would impose a nationwide ban on most abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy. The measure, the first GOP effort to ban abortion at the national level since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade in June, contains exceptions for cases of rape, incest, or when a mother's life is in danger, but otherwise would restrict abortions after the point when Graham, citing medical research, claimed a fetus nerves develop enough to feel pain. Davis Richards reporting. Now, of course, um, you know, our, our Democratic friends are not happy about that. And uh, they're going to do everything that they possibly can to use that as a campaign issue. Um, another thing that, you know, people like to focus on is racist language and uh, other news items. You know, and now I grew up. And at a time, Terry, and I think you, you did too, where you, you know, in school, somebody's calling you names or, you know, having problems in some way with you. And you, and you go and you, you go to your teacher, you know, as a third grader, first grader, whatever, and, you know, Danny's being mean to me. Oh, you know, he's, <laughs> he said this and he said that. And your teacher would look at you and say, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. You remember that? I sure yeah. do. Yeah. Well, okay. My now, mother said that to me a hundred yeah. times. Yeah. So now, you know, if if you say something, and believe me, now I'm, please, this is about a racist comment. And I want people to know that racism is wrong. I detest it. I want nothing to do with it. But still, we're talking about words. We're not talking about somebody taking a gun and killing you. Okay. But anyway, here yeah. is here is two news items, and these are the kind of news items that everybody focuses on. Then we'll get to the news items that people need to focus on, okay? Yeah. So let's listen to this one first. Phoenix Suns and Mercury owner Robert Sarver has been suspended for one year by the NBA for sexist and racist language after the league launched an investigation following a bombshell report from ESPN last year. The report detailed at least five times Sarver used the N-word when recounting the statements of others. Sarver was also fined $10 million, the maximum allowed by the league, which will be donated to organizations addressing race and gender-based discrimination in the workplace. Eight people were arrested Tuesday in connection with what federal authorities believe to be a sprawling human smuggling operation that may have victimized thousands of migrants. Herminia Serrano-Piedra, also known as Boss Lady, allegedly ran the operation along with seven others, federal prosecutors told reporters. The eight were arrested in Alabama, Louisiana, Mississippi and Texas on charges related to transporting a non-citizen for monetary benefit while endangering human life. Torvi Rodriguez reporting. So uh, there in the first one that was played there, Terry, you also heard that, you know, they had to throw in the, the gender equality thing there at the end, right? You know, um, where you get to pick your sex, you know. Um, well, I'm sorry. Um, you know, it, it's just reality. God picks your sex. And, a, yeah. uh, you know, I, I had a person, I, I heard a report once. I mentioned this once before. But I heard a report yeah. once. It was probably the most idiotic statement that I've ever heard somebody make on national television. Where they said that when a child is born, that the doctor picks up that newborn child looks at it and takes a guess as to its sex. 
Now, that is probably the most ignorant statement that I have ever heard before. But anyway, you know, now it's becoming more and more about you have to, you know, you have to go along to get along. And uh, on this show anyway, and as long as I'm speaking, that will never be the case. We're going to treat, we're, we are going to teach from the Bible. We're going to tell you what the Amen. Bible has to say. And we're going to stand Amen. with God. And if the government yes. lines up with that, fine. If not, then we'll be against the government too. Okay. Now, yeah. here is the kind of stuff that the world needs to think about. Okay. Now, this one is what's going on in Europe right now, today, in September of 2022. Let's listen to this one. A top European Union official unveiled a plan Wednesday to cap the revenue of electricity producers that are making extraordinary profits because of the effects of the Russian war on Ukraine. Other plans include slashing energy use and reforming the electricity market, which all need approval by the 27 EU countries. As the bloc supports Ukraine, Russia has reduced or cut off natural gas to 13 member nations, surging gas and electricity prices that are expected to go higher as demand peaks during the cold months. Michael Patterson reporting. So you can see that um, they are struggling to figure out exactly where they're going to get their oil supply. And we both know that Israel has a huge amount of oil and natural gas. Okay, so that kind of plays into what uh, what we expect in Ezekiel 38. Now, there are also other things going on in the Ukraine. I want you to listen now to this one. And on his heart, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky watched his country's flag rise Wednesday above the recaptured city of Izium. As Zelensky looked on and sang the national anthem, the Ukrainian flag was raised in front of the burned-out city hall. After almost six months under Russian occupation, Izium was left largely devastated, with apartment buildings blackened by fire and pockmarked by artillery strikes. A gaping hole and piles of rubble stood where one building had collapsed. Harry Michaels reporting. Okay, now what um, what they're saying there is that the Ukrainians are supposedly making some gains. And you remember, you remember on Saturday, Terry, I, or maybe Tuesday, I said that my concern was, you know, if you're going to do something really bad, like maybe use tactical nuclear weapons, for instance, that you would take your soldiers out of the way. Now, it's really hard for me to believe that these Ukrainians came up with this master plan that Russia couldn't see coming and that Russia is getting beat back by a bunch of people with inferior weapons. It's hard for me to believe that. Now, maybe it's happening. Maybe it is. But I tend to think that there might be something else going on. So let's let's listen to what... uh, Now, this is on uh, Fox News, and I want you to listen to this report real, real quick, and then we'll talk about it. So, so what does Russia do now? I mean, I mean, all we've heard is that they, in, in the end, would have the dominant military, ultimately, that they had, they outnumbered them in many ways. So what do you expect their reaction will be? Well, it could go either way. I mean, what, what I'd like, what we'd all like Russia to do is to pack up, leave Ukraine, go home and, and forget about it. But that's not going to happen. So I think we have to assume the worst case. I think we have to assume that Putin 
will could easily escalate in some other ways. We've already heard from your correspondent and others about the indirect fire attacks, missile attacks on Ukrainian cities, on Kharkiv and the like, and that will continue. I'm sure that Russia will, will lash out as well. Um, the worst case, of course, is Russia decides to go seriously, serious escalation, and that potentially brings in the, the, the threat of nuclear weaponry. And here, I think the rest of NATO needs to be ready for the worst case. And I've said it to you before, and I'll say it again, but NATO, the NATO mindset needs to change. Uh, NATO really needs to be prepared for, uh, for the worst case, which is war with Russia. At the same time, NATO needs to be doubling down on support and supplies of weapon, equipment, support with training to give Ukraine the, continue to give Ukraine the offensive maneuver capability it needs to complete the job. Okay, so first of all, it, it seems like the rest of the world is kind of catching up with us now. And they're beginning to take a possible tactical nuclear attack seriously, Terry. And I strongly believe that to be the case. Now, this guy went on and then said, well, you know, but we've got to continue to support the Ukraine. In other words, we've got to continue pouring money in there. And um, I... I disagree. I do. I disagree with that completely. I think uh, you know when you've got major stuff going on uh, here with energy, for instance. Um, I think we ought to concentrate on ourselves. Uh, what What are your thoughts to any and all of this? I've, I've been rambling on for a while, so why don't you chime in with whatever you've gotten out of this so far? Sorry. Well, first of all, oops. Oopsie. Yep. No, so, so what is Oopsie. Yeah. That's my fault. Uh, I'm sorry about that. Go, go ahead, Terry. <laughs> Man, <laughs> yeah, welcome, it, it, welcome it, to my... Yeah, it just proves I'm human, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Go ahead. No, I was going to say welcome to my world. <laughs> I don't know about what's his name, but <laughs> that right there is my world. Uh, anyway, anyway, going on with it. Listen, folks, you have no idea the number of people flooding across the border of Texas. I don't know about any other states. I haven't been there. I understand it's very bad in other states, Arizona, Utah, etc. You know, but you have no idea. You have no idea what 635, which is the uh, road that runs circle around a Dallas area, uh, what it's like on a normal day bumper to bumper, constant accidents, constant semi-tractor trailers uh, upending, and it's, it's insanity, okay? Right. So people have no idea, you know, I'm talking real. You know, you're talking about, well, there's so-and-so down on the, forget that. I'm talking about right here. I'm talking about right now. Right. And, and, and I'm only using that as an example for people to understand, they're not getting the real news. No. Going back to your nuclear thing, going back to your nuclear thing, Joel, I think that's a pretty good summation that Russia's pulling back in preparation to hit them even harder. Uh, you've seen the videos. Uh, in fact, I think you even showed one the other day on, on the show uh, where uh, the, the, the Ukrainians were wiping out all of these Russian tanks. Yeah, Russia's yeah. not going to Russia's not going to stand for that. Well, you know, you know it, and so so something's going to happen. But yeah. again, it's all according to prophecy. Amen. 
Amen. You know, you because know, wars, you know, rumors you, of wars, it's all there. Yeah. You know, we, we continue yeah. to go back to Ezekiel 38, and I think we've got to focus on Ezekiel 38 because, yeah. you know, right now, you look at Turkey. Mm -hmm. Turkey's in NATO, Terry. Turkey is a, yeah. is a member of NATO, but right now they're more interested in shoring up support with Russia than anything else. And, you know, that plays into prophecy that Turkey is going to be a part of that coalition of nations, which is led by Russia when they go in and try to attack Israel in the Gog and Magog War. That's Ezekiel 38. And it's all part of it. Now, here's another one. I got one last one for you. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm, okay. I'm gonna. Is that I'm, now? I'm gonna put you on screen first of all. I'll try to anyway. Yeah. And that way, people yeah. don't see me dig, digging around trying to trying to find this thing. Okay. But now, I want okay. you to listen to this because this is again what people focus on. Yeah. Asian shares tumbled, the dollar held firm, and two-year Treasury yields hit a new 15-year high on Wednesday as a U.S. inflation report dashed hopes for a peak in inflation, fueling bets that rates may have to be raised higher for longer. U.S. Labor Department data showed on Tuesday the headline consumer price index gained 0.1% on a monthly basis versus expectations for a 0.1% decline. In particular, core inflation, stripping out volatile food and energy prices, doubled to 0.6%. Roger Cantor reporting. So, uh, you know, yeah, it's important. Inflation is important, and it hits everybody in the pocketbook. But, you know, what we really ought to be focusing on is what you write about, Blast Off or Pinamore. We ought to be, we ought to be focusing on making sure that we have the salvation of Jesus Christ because all this other stuff is going to go away, right? That's right. It's chicken feed. This world, I don't care how bad it gets, it says the sufferings of this present age, the entire age, the sufferings of this present age are not worthy to be compared to what God has prepared for those who love him. Right. He just he just wipes it off. It's you know, and so you know, if we're going to talk importance, that's 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 way up there. It's above the clouds. Uh, put your mind on God. The Bible says, put your mind in heaven. Put you know, think about these things because this world's passing away. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which we can see. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's happening, you know, and it, it, every day is something. But now I'm going to get back to the rapture alert and the fact that, yeah. um, you know, we don't predict days. And the reason that we don't predict days, no. we, don't, we, we, we don't predict the day and we don't predict the time because the Bible is very, very specific that uh, no man knows the day or the hour and so amen um from the last rapture report there, there was this guy on facebook again you know it's one of those appointments type situations anyway uh his response to that to our last show terry was mm -hmm. just to type this july 20th 2024 that's what he said mm -hmm. july 20th 2024 well, tell, tell him you i'm know, putting it on the calendar yeah exactly you know <laughs> and so I, I I didn't really know how to reply to him because you know it's not like I approve yeah. everybody to be a friend. So you know, I got in, I had to have seen something positive about this guy. But you know, I wanted to let yeah. him know that you know you don't pick days. So I said, only God knows for sure on the date.
but I know that the date you picked is wrong. All true Christians know that only God knows. You know, I think that's a factual statement. If you're a Christian and you believe in the Bible, then you know that only God knows the day and the hour of the rapture. So he took offense to that, and he came back and he said, well, you're not a true Christian. Well, it kind of blew my mind, you know? So you're, you're saying that you know better than, a Christ, than, than, than the Bible? Seriously? So anyway, you know, I, again, I'm trying to stay positive with this guy, right? So um, I, I just said, okay, I'll pray for you. That, that was it. And, he said, and then he comes back again. He says, please don't, don't fool yourself. Your God is football. You know, I don't, now that one came out of nowhere. I don't know where it came from except for the fact that I, I post on my Facebook page every now and then that I like the Longhorns. I guess that's a crime now. But anyway, um, my response to that was no. My earthly joy for entertainment value only is UT College football. My God and Savior is Jesus Christ. And if you have not accepted him, please do. And Terry and I will discuss it on the show. Guess what? We're discussing it on the show. So another <laughs> friend of mine that I actually know, okay, he came in yeah. and said, "Do you two know each other?" You know, and I can, under, <laughs> yeah, I, I can understand. I can understand that comment. And so I said, George, you know, I, I'm honestly not sure. I know you from our high school, of course. I think Ben from a Bible group. Trying to keep it positive and loving here myself. My work is to spread the word of God as best I can in podcast and radio form. Not sure about what this guy's doing. Okay? And he, you know, his kind response to that was, okay, I appreciate you and read your posts often. Um, now, Terry, this guy went on to predict that on November the 17th, 2023, there's going to be a war in China in which 2.6 billion die. And by now, I'm going to be honest with my listeners and with you that I was mm -hmm. a little frustrated. Mm -hmm. I was a little frustrated. Mm -hmm. And so I wrote, okay, well, we'll see, won't we? Your prophet claim is on the line. True prophets in the Bible have never been wrong once. And his reply, he's got to keep it going, of course. I guess I'm not true because you think you know me. I said, no. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, he said, I, I love you, but your understanding not the words that you read the good book. You probably have a New King James Version, huh? Uh, <laughs> don't know where that one came from either. Anyway, I'm, to all of this, I just said, no, not at all. I don't know you as a person, and only God knows your heart. But because you are not proven and far from prophetic, again, the Bible and true prophets have not been wrong once, and there are differences between biblical prophecy from God through the words of the Bible and human guesses. And I hope that clears it up for you. So, what did I say? What did I say that was wrong there, Terry? You tell me. No, you didn't. He's trying to get on the page, he, he, and I can't blame him for that. Let me say one thing positive about what he said: uh, the dates and all of that stuff. That's way off track. But the reality is, Revelation, if you start in chapter six, does refer to uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of a third, at least a third of the world. Uh, being wiped out, and that would be at this point in time three billion people, right. and that's going to be that's going to be during the tribulation, right. okay? And I don't know how that's going to be meted out. No one does. It gives an idea. Several different categories of war and famine and and pestilence and so forth. These are the things that are going to create all of this mayhem and death. 
Uh, but it is uh, recorded as somewhere in the neighborhood of three billion. But again, that's after the rapture. Right. Right. But why do you think we're telling? Why do you think we're telling you about the rapture? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> there's a bus. There's a bus leaving town. You know. <laughs> well, yeah, you're 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 right. You know, and that's called uh, cherry picking of a bike. I mean, honestly, that's yeah. what, that, that's what it all is. Anyway, I promised that yeah. I would I, I would discuss that, and we have now, and so we can we we, we can put that <laughs> we can put that one to bed and not have to worry about it uh, anymore. There you go, um, Terry. We are uh, literally running very very low on time now. Um, yeah, I um, I know that that you have a a, a show coming up uh, this Sunday night. I'm just going to mention it for you real quick. And that is from Thank the you. Eye of the Storm. That's at 7.30 p.m. Um, on Revelation Radio. Find that at www.revelationradio.net. 7.30 p.m. Central Time. Uh, Terry also has a book that um, I think it, it, might, it might really help uh, in today's discussion on the Rapture Alert because, uh, Terry, uh, we, we got one minute, okay? So real, real quick, uh, tell me about, uh, about Blastoff. Real fast. Blastoff. Blast off Rapiamor. Rapiamor is the Latin Vulgate word for rapture. Uh, it's in over a billion Bibles in the Roman Catholic Institution group. Uh, and it's a legitimate scholastic word, Rapiamor. That's in, in Greek, it's harpazo. In uh, uh, English, it's caught up. First Thessalonians 4.17. Uh, over 1,500 uh, um, um, scripture index for you to do study. So you can go back and forth and read and you can go as deep as you want and deeper uh, just with that as a as a start off point uh, over 1350 plus verses over 25 plus different Bibles over 1500 plus scripture index. I say plus because I got tired of counting and uh, but I've got a whole Did you bunch see that? There. Did you see how fast that popped in there? That's how fast. The I'm telling you. Did Amen. you see that? Did Amen. you see that? Because I had, to, I had to cut Amen. you out because we're out of time. So anyway, if you have Amen. not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, please do so. The rapture could literally occur at any second. Just It, it would actually be faster than the transition that yeah. I just Amen. made. Yeah, Thank made you. We can go ago. for an hour on that phone. Right. <laughs> so uh, if the good Lord gives us a Saturday night, we're going to be right back here, 7.30 p.m. Saturday evening, and we will have the it's a wrap segment in which uh, we talk about uh, what has gone on all week. And with that, if we have a Saturday evening together, we invite you back in. Until then, good night, everybody. We hope you have a great day. Tomorrow, good night. Thanks again for joining us today for The Last Christian Radio Show. And be sure to tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday from 7.30 to 8 p.m. Central Time right here on Revelation Radio. And don't forget to join us every Wednesday evening at 7.30 p.m. Central for The Last Christian Podcast, now available on all major podcast platforms and at www.lastchristian.net. Until the trumpet sounds.